0: My message is entitled tonight, Breaking Chains. Breaking Chains. Luke four eighteen, 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he have anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He have sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, a recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Praise the Lord. If that's anybody here tonight, you're in the right place, in the right church. Tonight is freedom night. And you are going to be set free tonight. But my question to you tonight is, do you know who you are in Christ? Do you know your identity? Do you know why you're even on the planet? Do you know why you do what you do and what you don't do? In the first book of the Bible, in the first chapter, verse 26 says, God said, and let us make man in our image and our likeness and let them have dominion. So in Genesis 1.26, it tells you whose image and likeness you are are made in. But guess what, folks? I got good news for you. He didn't stop there. He didn't stop there. He gave you his likeness. We have God's DNA, his likeness, and we have his nature and his ability. But it says in Psalms 8.6, Thou hast made him to have dominion. Say dominion. Dominion. Thou hast made him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou put all things under his feet. What does that mean? Dominion over everything God created. He gave you power even over the elements. He gave you power over the sun. He gave you power over the moon. He gave you power over the stars. He gave you power over the wind. He gave you power over the seas. How do I know this? It tells me right here when Jesus wanted to go over to cross the lake to deliver that demonic. The devil didn't want that. The elements didn't want that. So the wind fought against him. The waves fought against him to kill them. The disciples panicked. Didn't know what to do. They said, oh, master, don't you care that we perish but Jesus got up and knew what to do and wondered why they didn't know what to do. Because God gave us dominion over all the works of his hands. God gave him power. He rebuked the wind and the waves and said, peace, be still. He, didn't, he wouldn't rebuke it if it was from God. Hello? So you got power. Power over all the elements. Now why would God do that? Because he knows the elements can fight against human beings. He, everything God made has, has a right to rebel. You all here? So, God gave us power over everything he made, his highest creation, man made in his image. So, he stopped the wind and the waves. Now, you all might remember some of you, Katrina 2005, that huge, horrible storm they had in Louisiana where they had to evacuate. I mean, that storm devastated that place, that state. They came in and they evacuated all neighborhoods. Told people, you gotta leave, you gotta leave, you gotta leave, the storm's coming this way. We've checked, the storm is coming this way, you gotta leave. They evacuated neighborhood after neighborhood, but they came to one neighborhood, they got everybody out but one old lady. They said, look honey, you gotta leave, your life is a risk. She said, I'm not leaving my home. They said, you have to leave, your life is a risk. She said, I heard you the first time. (laughs) I'm not leaving my home. They said, well, your life's in your hands. She says, that's all right. They left. And the storm came and tore that neighborhood up, ripped up every house in the neighborhood. When the morning came, there was only one house standing, hers untouched, unscaled. (laughs) We have power that we don't even know about. Power we've never tapped into. Power most of us don't even know exists. Now, so you don't think I'm making this all up? In Psalm 121, verse 5 and 6 says, The Lord is my keeper. The Lord is the shade upon my right hand. Verse 6 says, The sun shall not smite me by day, nor the moon by night. What does that mean? It means the sun and the moon can fight you. You might say, Well, I know how the sun can smite you, can burn you to death. What is the moon gonna do? Smite you like the Bible says? Look up in your dictionary. Smite means to fight or to kill. Wow. The moon's got power to fight you and to kill you. The, but you've got power over that. Yeah. Yeah. God said in the Psalms, it shall not, say shall not, yeah. shall not smite you by day, the sun or the moon by night. Because God gave you power over that. The stars have got f- p- power to fight you too. Stars can kill people. Oh, Pastor Quach, are you getting a little deep with that now? I'm just reading what's in the book. I, I think you all got the same Bible. Judges 5 20 says they fought from heaven the stars in their courses fought against Assyria and that's how Deborah won the war when when Barak went with her you know how they won that war the stars they didn't just fight with human beings the stars that you see outside at night fought and came down and killed people he gave us power over the elements Power over the works of his hands. I remember when my son was 18 months old, I was visiting my folks in New Jersey, and a huge uh, hurricane came. You could not see anybody walking on the streets. You didn't see any, any cars going anywhere. The place was like a, about to be flooded out. Thank God, my mother's house was on a hill. And I said, "Ma, I said, you got any milk?" Here? She said, "My mother never was a, was a good manager of groceries, money, anything. She just bought it when she needed it." So I said, "Ma, you don't have any milk?" She said, "I do not got any milk." I said, my kid needs milk. She said, well, we don't have any. I said, well, I got to go to the store. She said, oh, now you can't do that. That's talking crazy. I said, Ma, I'm going to the store to buy some milk. Well, there's a storm out there. I said, yes, but I'll take care of that. I went out to the porch, and I raised my right hand of power, and I said, storm, I command you to stop in the name of Jesus. I command you, son, to come out and drop the rain. Went and had a cup of tea, but I was halfway through. I said, well, looked outside. The storm had stopped. The sun came out. My cousin who lived on the other side of my house was all shook up. She said, oh, I'm scared of your daughter. How does she do that? I don't, I'm not doing anything that the rest of us aren't supposed to be doing. Hello? I don't go around praying against every storm, but if it's fooling with me, it's got to go. God said, I give you power. He met what he said. He met what he said. In Luke 1019, Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall hurt you. Nothing means nothing. So if God gave us power over the enemy, he gave us power over the seas, power over the air, power over the water, power over the waves, power over the moon, the sun, and the stars, we should not be taking no crap from off the devil or any demon. Hello, this is freedom night. If you came in with any baggage, tell it it's got to go. Tell it's got to pack your load and go, your time is up. Your time is up. See, you got the power to speak life and death. We speak what we see, what we don't want, what we don't feel, what somebody told us. I don't care what they tell me. I don't care what I see. I tell my mind, shut up. This is how it's going to go down. This is the way it's going to go. Sometimes people will think you strange. But if they, hey, it's not, no, it's not people's life, it's your life. You want to impress people, you want to be set free. Because Jesus didn't care. He did what he had to do. He did what he saw his father do. And people thought he was nuts. People thought he was weird. People thought he was crazy. People thought he was strange. People thought he was peculiar. One day I had a woman come to me and said, you know one thing, Sister Quacha? She says, uh, you know you realize you're a fanatic, don't you? I said, oh, sweetheart, thank you. That's the <laughs> sweetest thing you could, highest compliment you could ever give me. Because you know what a fanatic is? Just a fan. Huh? You a sports fan? Hello? You, I mean, it's just a fanatic. Fan. I'm a fan, I'm a fanatic for Jesus. Every, uh, so you a fool for Jesus? Yes, I am. Everybody, somebody's fool, who's fool are you? I'm a fool for Jesus. For Jesus. Hello? Come on. When I walk up to somebody that's demon possessed and they look at me, eyes rolling on their head, I said, I will kick you out of your house and leave you naked. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, You heard me. They're gone. That's right. Psh. You know, in church, to give you the right hand of fellowship, give the devil the left hand of fellowship. Kick him in the boot and tell him to get lost. Pack your load and go. That's what we tell them in Africa. Pack your load and go because Jesus Christ is on the scene when you walk into a place the king of kings comes in with you why because one can chase a thousand two could put ten thousand to flight three a hundred thousand four one million and the list goes on and on see this is not the kind of math you learned in school so when I go somewhere and there's a 500 people there and all unsafe I don't feel intimidated because I'm there the father's there the Son, Jesus, is there, and the Holy Ghost is there. We got this on lockdown. Yeah. Know who you are in Christ. Know your identity. Don't be intimidated by no demon from hell. Send him back where he came from. I said every demon that comes against me, I send him back to his own kind. Every power that works against me falls down to the ground and die. Why? Because I know who I am in Christ. I didn't give myself this authority, but the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, it's time for the army of God to rise up. Hey, God is building an army. Are you in or are you out? One leg in, one leg out. I feel churchy today, so you show up. Well, I don't feel too good today. Well, unless you got some contagious diseases you're spreading, you ought to be in church. Yeah. Hello? Well, I'm tired. I, had this, I worked a double shift last night, but you didn't mind getting that body tired to go to get that money, but you get tired when it comes to the house of God. And people say, well, I don't believe in paying tithes. I say, wait a minute, sweetie pie. You mean to tell me you can't? You don't think the God you serve is worth a dime on your dollar? He gave you 90 cents and he's only asking for a dime? So when you don't pay tithes, you tell God he's not even worth a dime on your dollar. And we wonder why we all banged up, bound up. I got tithes rights. I don't believe in in a poverty. I believe in prosperity. I believe in money coming in, running over, pressed down, shaking over in the name of Jesus Christ. That's why I'm in Awakened Church. I wouldn't go to a church that didn't preach tithing. I wouldn't go to a church that tell you to keep your money in your wallet. I went to a church like that once and I was ready to throw some money in the church and the the pastor said, well, now, you know, we don't believe in giving to get. I I said, what? I took my money back and threw a dollar in the plate. (laughs) I wouldn't be in this pulpit and lie. I don't get no return on my money. What farmer goes out and digs up a whole backyard or acres of ground and he don't, explain, he don't expect to get nothing? You say he's a madman. I put my money in the church because I expect to receive something. I plant my money because I'm growing money. When I give away clothes, I'm growing clothes. Hello, when I give away groceries, I'm looking for groceries. Whatever thing you sow, that's what you're going to reap. So decide what you're going to reap. You live a good life, tell the devil, get lost. You and I got no dealings. The word of God said, how can two walk together except they agree? You got no business rolling with the devil. And he's got no business rolling with you. Right. When he comes up there, you got to tell him where he's going. You tell him, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. And I bind you. All of heaven backs up your words. Whatever you bind, the earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loose in heaven. You loose sickness and you loose disease, it's got to go. You bind shortness of finances, you bind sickness, it's got to go. Because you got the power. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. The world has given us a lying image of who we are. To sold us a bill, a bill of goods. Well, you know what? The news said this. I don't even hardly watch the news. Somebody said, I said, if something terrible going on, somebody will tell me. I don't want to be filled with unbelief, filled with violence, murder, hatred, killing, lying, impeachments, and all false witnesses and all this garbage. I can't go there. I don't want to put that in my spirit. Then, when you go to pray, all that stuff is flashing in your memory. And you wonder why you got to jump up and pump up yourself up. No, when you just pump yourself up with the word of God, and you sit in the presence of God, and you fast and you pray, and when you speak as an oracle of God, all heaven stands on God to back you up, and all hell begins to shake. Yeah. Because that's what God called us to be mountain movers. Mountain movers. Speak to this mountain and tell it to move. Yeah. Now, I don't mean you can go outside and start uh, moving mountain, physical mountains. Whatever mountain's in your life. Yeah. Whatever mountain is in your life. You got a mountain in your life? Speak to it. Yeah. Speak. Chop it, yeah. chop it down. Chop it down. Chop it down till it gets to be just dust, and Just go and blow it away. <laughs> Tonight is freedom night. I don't care if you got have nightmares. People call them night terrors. Huh, that's demons coming into your sleep to torment you. He has he has, no, he has no, no class. He even does it to children. Yeah, little children wake up screaming in a rage, this and that. I remember when my, t- my daughter was 12 years old, every night she'd wake up screaming at 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock in the morning. I want to get in the bed with you and Dad. She'd be in a rage, screaming her head off. I said, Susan, what's the matter with you? Uh, she says, my bed is on fire. I'd go in and say, your bed's not on fire? I'd tell you my bed's on fire. So she got in our bed. My husband got in. I'm in the middle, her and the other outside. Five days in a row, here she comes again every night, the same song, screaming. My husband said, look, honey, you in deliverance. Would you go in there and put a stop to this? I want her out of this bed and out of this room. This is, this is, I'm king in here. I said, okay. I got up and I said, let me see what I can search in the room. I searched all the way around and I searched and I searched and I searched. And my next door neighbor had given her a book on Halloween. And this was this witch there riding on a broom with a black cat. I said, oh, here's the, here's the corporate, took it outside in the backyard, got an old pan, set it on fire, went back into her room, I, caught, I took some water, sprayed all over her room, sprayed holy water over, did a deliverance on her room, went out, she never got asked to get in my bed from that day to this. since so she was 12 years old. <laughs> go to the source, go to the source, know what you're dealing with. Take authority, take a of the devil ride, shotgun over your life, who is he anyway? He said, well, you know the devil. Huh? I had somebody that loves me very dearly said, you know what? I prayed for you, Quaches. What you prayed, I prayed that you always be able to run faster than the devil. Outrun the devil. I said, Outrun the devil? I don't run from no devil. I'm doing the chasing. I don't do the running. Don't pray no prayer like that for me. Please. Hello? Because I don't have no protection for my back. Warrior is always going head on, not like this, because you liable to get killed. That's why I put on the helmet of salvation. You know why? To protect my mind. I have the mind of Christ. You think the devil's out after your mind? Let me tell you my testimony. He came after my mind about 15 years ago. I got up out of the chair one day. I said, Let me go upstairs and get my brush, and I'll come downstairs and have a cup of tea. So I went upstairs to get a cup to get my brush, but by the time I got to the top of the stairs, I didn't know what I went up there for. I said, wow, what did I come up here for? What did I come up here for? I said, Holy Ghost, what did I come up here for? Come up here for? He said, you came here to get your brush, to brush your hair. I said, that's right, the memory of the righteous is blessed, I have the mind of Christ. I said, let me go downstairs. And I got to the bottom of the stairs, I said, what did I come downstairs for? Mind totally gone. I said, Holy Ghost, what did I come down here for? He said, to get a cup of tea. I said, oh yeah, I got the mind of Christ, the memory of the righteous is blessed. Every day for nine days, I didn't know anything except when I went to the bathroom in the back. I didn't know when I got up, where I was going, when I, when I was coming. He attacked my mind and he said to me, oh, you know, your mother had Alzheimer's a lot younger than this. I said, wait a minute, devil, I'm not my mother. She didn't know the word of God. But you're not going to get take my mind. Because I got the mind of Christ and the memory of the righteous is blessed. So you better pack your load and go because you got no right here. And I command you to leave now in the name of Jesus. And when I woke up on day 10, my mind was back in tip top shape from that day to this. It's called warfare, it's called warfare it's called warfare you don't roll over like a dog and play dead you stand up and you fight that's why they called you a soldier that's why they said you put on the helmet of salvation to guard your mind and then you gird your loins with truth hallelujah You put on the gospel of peace walk with peace in everybody as long as you can have peace in the name of jesus and you take up the sword of the spirit and then you take up the shield of faith to quench all the fiery dots of the enemy but you take that sword so you can wield that baby out and begin to do battle you take that sword out as soon as i see a potential in the spirit i go Psh, i'm ready In my prayer closet, you ought to see me at 4 o'clock in the morning. Sometimes I'm, if somebody saw me, they say, is she all right? But the devil knows what's going down. Because when I pray, I raise my right hand of power. I'm ready to do business. What about you here tonight? Are you able to stand your ground when that devil is coming against your finances? Your business is going down the toilet. Your marriage is on the rocks. Your kids is going haywire. Everything is going upside down. Everything that can go wrong is going wrong. Do you know even how to fight back? Wow. Let me tell you. There's principles in prayer. Yeah. Not methods, principles. Yeah. When you go to court and you got a lawyer, maybe you're going up against some rich man, and you got, a, and you got this uh, lawyer, you got one lawyer that's eloquent, he dresses well, you can't out-talk him because he's so f- profound in speech. Then you got another one He looks like he can't even hardly talk good English, but he knows the Constitution inside and out. The rich man's got the one who knows the Constitution in and out. Guess who wins? The rich man who, whose lawyer knows the Constitution. Even though the poor man might be innocent, his lawyer didn't know the Constitution. Didn't know his rights. The laws that govern the land. Your constitution is the word of God. And if you want to be able to win seven days a week, 24-7, you got to know the constitution. It's the word of God for you. It's the principles of God. It's how you get answers in prayer 24-7. Ain't no maybe, must, vote, might. You give God the word of God. He said, put me in remembrance of my word. Not for his benefit, but for yours. We're in a war zone. There's no neutral zone here. Everywhere you put your foot is, 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 is a war zone. So get used to fighting. Somebody said, well, I heard people say, well, I get so tired of fighting. Get over it, sweetheart, just unless you're going to take your last, too, you take your last breath. Because whenever you give up the devil today and think, well, that, if I just give him this, maybe he'll get off my back. No, he's coming back for more. He's coming back for more. He doesn't stop till you're six feet and they pack the dirt in your face saying from dust to dust and ashes to ashes. Huh? That's what he wants. You're dead. So you don't give him nothing. And every time he comes back, be stronger than the last time he came. He came last time, you had a baseball bat. He comes back the next time, you got a, you got a, you got a, a, a machete. Come back the next time, you got a double barrel shotgun. Come back the next time, you got a machine gun. He's the devil say, this, this is dangerous. I'm out of here. <laughs> Equip yourself as a soldier, as military people. You aren't going to battlefield with your pajamas on, your bed, up, as blowing bubble gum. <laughs> They're going to kill you. And the devil told you he came to kill, steal, yeah. hello, and destroy. Yeah. I like when I'm doing missionary work in Africa. I like to go on my day off out in the African plain and watch the animals out hunting. And st- you, I like to watch the lions. They're all sitting there looking. You think, well, what are they looking at? Why don't they just go eat? They aren't crazy. They don't want to get wounded so they, can't, so they lose their life. They're looking at the weak animals, looking at the ones in la-la land, look at the ones that don't know what time of day it is. They're looking for the sick ones, the weakly ones, the old ones, and they're coming for the kill. He can't kill all of them. He got to pick who he can kill. Well, the devil looks at the people of God who don't know the word, no prayer life, don't pay no tithes, go to the church where they got nothing else better to do. And that's the ones he's coming for the kill. That's the ones he's coming to tear, rip the shreds. That's the ones he don't care about none of us, but he can't devour some of us because he's not crazy. Amen. He knows what heaven's all about because he was there and got kicked out. So whenever he comes to talk to me about my life or my weaknesses, I say, listen, buddy, you, got, you and I got no dealings here. Would well, You think you can tell me something? You had a good job, the highest job in the universe, and you got kicked out. You lost your job. They kicked you out. They say... The writer said, I saw Satan fall like lightning. They kicked you out of heaven so fast you looked like lightning falling from the sky. That's what happened to you. That's your past. And you want to still talk to me? Your future looks even worse. I saw you in the lake of fire and brimstone. Hey, I'm going to ride by once a day to see how's the fire, sucker. Hello? So we people of God have got to know beyond a shadow of a doubt who we are in Christ Jesus. Now as you know that the ailments can fight against you. Now you know that that's the kind of power that God gave you. Because the greater one lives in you. It says, you tell that devil. In Revelation 12:12 says that the devil knows his time is short. He's come down with wrath and great anger, knowing his time is short. You know what I tell the devil? Your time is up. Yeah. Out. 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 Yeah. Pack your load and go, your time is up. Out. I command you in the name of Jesus to come out. In a few minutes, we're going to give you an opportunity to be delivered. We're we'll going to give a corporate prayer. And each and every one of you can be engaged with the Spirit of God and the Holy Ghost. To be delivered, to be set free from every single bondage tonight. Every single bondage known to man. The only thing is, do you want to be free? Do you want to be free? Do you want to be delivered? Do you want to be healed? Do you want your finances up? Do you want a great marriage? I don't care how bad your marriage is, it can be better. I don't care how good it is, it can even be sweeter. Pray you got the best marriage in town. The sweetest kids. The best looking family and a fabulous, fat, juicy wallet. I don't know what's wrong with that kind of life. Fat, juicy wallet. (laughs) Y'all got that? Because the world wants you to think it's a sin to have money. They want the church people to be broke, broken down, shut up, no power, no authority. Nowhere in the world does anybody respect the poor man. In Africa, if you walk up to a bank and you go in, no shoes on and the raggedy clothes, the guard said, get away from the door. Get away from the door. know you don't have no money in this bank. Look at you. You can't even, you don't even have a pair of shoes. Nobody listens to advice from a poor man. Wow. Nobody takes advice from somebody that doesn't have nothing. But they want advice from somebody that's got something. Yeah. They want advice from somebody that got a proven track record. That's the church. That's the body of Christ. That's us. The wisest, smartest people on the planet. Why do we pray and why do we fast? To gain something from God? No. You want to fellowship with the one who got everything in his hand, everything in his control? You got to know who he is. Why do you fast? To put the flesh under. I'm so glad for this week of fasting and praying to put the flesh under. Because when the flesh is weak, then the spirit is strong. When you overeat, then the flesh is in control of the spirit. just laying there with nothing to do. You all here? You want some power? Once a week, don't eat. I mean, one, one day a week, don't eat. Just tell your flesh we ain't eating today. Ah, get over it. We're not eating. <laughs> I've heard people tell me, Well, I can't fast. I don't know what you can going to do. Well, they let the doctor go in there where they get a colonoscopy, colonoscopy or some other kind of test where you have to fast. Or oh, you can fast then. You miss it, but you can do it. Don't tell me you can't do it. Don't say you can't when you won't. I can't come back to church today, Pastor. I got company coming. Don't say you can't, say you won't. You got company coming, bring them to church or tell them you see it when you get back. That's what I told mine. Hello? I got company coming. Are they safe? No. They don't like church with them. That's too bad. They got, I, I love church. You stay here till I get back. Either you can come or you stay here till I get back. And that's what I've done all my Christian life. The standards. I don't lay them down for anybody, I don't put no family member ahead of Jesus Christ. I had a brother that came to his common-law wife. And he come in, they got their suitcases coming in grinning. I said, look, this is your bedroom this is hers. Yeah. And I'm a light sleeper, so don't play, play in my house. Yeah. I, I'm not the judge of how you live. That's between you and Jesus. Yeah. But in this house, yeah. we ain't having it. Yeah. Hello? So why have I said all this, that you've got power over the elements, power over the sun, the moon, and the stars, power over your life. You can live whatever kind of life you choose. If you don't like your life, change it. This is how you do it with your mouth. You speak, the take the scriptures out and look at what you, how you want your life to be, where you want your life to go, and let God change it. Let God do it. Let God take you to the next place. Let God move you to the next level. But I want to warn you, <coughs> new levels, new devils. But that's all right. I told you what to do to fight, how to fight them. Yeah, right. yeah. Bind them up. Yeah. Tell them their time is up. Got to go. Got to go. You don't pay no rent or mortgage to this house. You got to go. You ain't, got, you ain't paying no... You ain't... You're not living in this body. Yeah. Out. Take back your loot and go. Hello? And you don't say, Please, Mr. Devil, I want you to leave now. He's he going to sit there and blow smoke on your face while he's smoking a cigar. Leg crossed, camped out in your living room laughing at you like you don't have good sense. I remember when we had a huge storm in Vermont. I tell you this in closing. And everybody was panicking. I went to get my groceries at the grocery store. And there were people just buying up all the groceries. Storing up water, boarding up their windows because of the big was uh, that was coming. So the lady looked at me at the cashier and said, uh, well, you don't look like you have putting in the extra groceries. It looks like your regular normal groceries. Where's all your flashlights and your extra water? Are you buying in here? I said, oh, no, no, the storm's not coming here. She said, what? I said, no, the storm's not coming to my town. She said, what? I said, the storm is not coming to my town. I don't need no extra groceries. And she was so bent out of shape, she looked at me like I was from Mars. Just took my groceries, ping, another nutcase, ping, ping, ping. And the storm did come. And went around our town like I told it to do. Went all the way up in the northeast kingdom and tore that place to shreds. They had to send food in by helicopter and blankets. No school for months. The governor declared it's a state of disaster. But it didn't touch our town. I told that storm, you're not coming here. You can go around, but you're not welcome in this town because I live here, and it did just that. Oh, my God, how did you do it? The Bible told me I could do it, so why would I not do it? Why let the devil come and tear up my house? Well, I got to go to a hotel. Well, I got to call an insurance man. Just don't come here. Just don't come here. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Knowing that greater is he that's in you. The heathens in the world. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.